Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Twitter at Little Empire Pod. Are you going to play that dastardly intro again? Ow! This movie's still fine. There's a cold in the You forget that films are supposed to have a point. You do forget that films are supposed to have a point, Tim. You are you're very prone to doing that. You're liable to forget a lot of stuff. You've got a bit of a hazy memory. Would you agree or disagree with that? I would agree. I agree. What do you attribute that to? I don't know. People are different. That's what I attribute it to. Everyone's different. They have different skills. That's true. You're very good at climbing. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. You know, always always list a skill next to a... You're good at running. Thank you. I've seen it. Yeah. Seen it with my own two eyes, with my peepers in my head. I always, when I walk down the street, I always uh, am sussing out everyone else and whether or not I think I'd beat them in a running race. At all times. Pretty much. Is it a scenario where you put it in your head that it could be a life or death moment? No. Like it's going to come down to that race or you just want to boss them out just bossing them out it's just a straight running race far out what about a physical fight do you decide I would lose that? nah nah that's why I'm more interested in the running element because ideally no one will be able to catch me and therefore I'll never have to be in a physical fight I see but if you could beat them in a fight that would work also I have no desire to to, I don't want them. to beat anyone in a fight I don't want, I'd, I'd rather be the fastest there is something to knowing that you could beat people in a fight, though. It's like all those martial arts dudes who they never get in a fight because they know that they could kick anyone's ass. So as a result, they don't get all hot about a, anything. That's weird. This is such a weird thing to do. It's, it's an extreme confidence get, with the world. I'm going to become the best person in the world at something yeah. and then pretty much not be able to use my skill. That's awesome. Well, the skill, I guess the skill, the payoff the sk- of the skill is not having to employ it when you don't want to, isn't it? <laughs> it's just a lot of trouble to go to, to barely get to do something, to not really get to celebrate the thing. I guess that's a very narrow vision of what um, martial arts training will give you. There yeah. are other payoffs, as well. like you just become a calm person. Oh, of course. You know? Undoubtedly. You suss it out. But I don't, I don't assess people for strength. I'm not interested in how strong you are. 
But I do wonder whether or not I could beat you across 100 metres. It's good to know. If you guys ever meet Guy Montgomery out in the wild, just know that when you first shake his hand, he's not thinking of your name, he's not thinking of your gender, he's thinking, could I beat this person in a one-on-one running race? How many metres do you generally put in your head for that calculation? A hundred, but I never imagine the whole... Just a yeah, straight sprint. I never imagine the whole hundred metres. I just, like, imagine for about five seconds us running next to each other and me pulling away from the person or them pulling away from me if I think mm. they're faster than me. Gotcha. Just down to that delta. Wherever the change happens, that's what's in your head. Yeah. Interesting. Welcome to the worst idea of all time. Uh, episode 17? That's Season right. Season 3? Um, we've just watched the movie twice back to back, so uh, spirits are not high. Um, if I, I don't want to put a depressing tinge on no, this episode think, too prematurely. I think but. Uh, we've got a lot of good stuff to unpack. You know, you uh, if you look at something twice, you sometimes you see similar things, sometimes you see different things. Yeah, I had uh, a real interesting phenomenon in that second watch where I I was really zoning in and out. Um, yeah, you were kinda, wavering. I came too. I thought we were at the end of the film because we were with Simile back at the cafe. And I was like, oh, it's over. It's great. And then it wasn't over because he hadn't even played Summerfest yet. And and I kind of hadn't, like, the last thing I could remember was Skrill dying. It was like I was at the funeral and then it was like, poof, suddenly I was at the cafe. Yeah. And I could only remember a few key things. Do you know what it watch. was? It was when Squirrel died, uh, we both squirrel dies and they call an ambulance which doesn't make any like obviously you have to you have to call an ambulance but like you said it's Occam's razor I mean the gents are all they're in bits and pieces they're absolutely <laughs> confident that he's just unconscious look they're they're responding in a somewhat realistic way but you gotta take a bit of card, cold hard logic to the situation and go what is more likely of the following two options that our friend has been dead for quite a while and, and his untimely demise was met while we were asleep for several hours or that it's just happened and we just happened to coincidentally wake up at the right time that there was still a, a little bit of hope. Um, and hope's all we've got in this crazy world, guys. So I, I respect them for trying their best to resuscitate him, but yeah, you're right. At the time of this watch, I was just like, guys, it's over. <laughs> I'd like to think about it. It's over. And then they, um, they don't deal with any of the mop-up of you know them having... A, their friend die they, in their company there there's would no be, autopsy there'd be criminal charges I'm willing to wager a kid of Squirrel's age 26 younger 23 23 dying at a party there's going to be an autopsy he's yeah. going to have a toxicology there's report there's going to be a lot of questions being asked it's going to show up a, a heady cocktail a heady brew to determine his cause of death and then the question becomes well where did he get a shit ton of A class drugs and uh, maybe the finger should be pointed at the boys who hosted the party and live with them. They are the drug dealers. They are legitimately drug There's dealers. hard evidence in the film showing yeah. of them dealing drugs. We see it. They I'm make sure a, the cops could make a Huge case. song and dance about it. So here's what I'm doing if I'm Squirrel's extended family. I'm laying charges on Zakoli, Jarhead, Johnny Depp. Fuck you guys. You took my son prematurely. He was an angel. He was the only one of you fucking morons that went to college. I told him to stop hanging out with you burners. And uh, you got him in the end. And now I'm going to get you. You're going to prison. Do not collect go. I mean, do not collect $200. Do not pass go. You're going to jail. Instead, they're they're not just at the funeral. They're laying the first, they're putting the first dirt on on the coffin outrageous it's crazy who would allow that to happen 
That's a that's a family decision. No family in their right mind would allow that. It's, it's insanity. It's not right. Um, and it really, really struck me this time, this watch. Not happy. Not happy, guy. Fuck, it was not fun, eh? That one, that last, that second one that we just completed. It was, yeah, it was okay. Uh, we did, we, there's, there's a fun, um, oh, we haven't mentioned our sponsor as well for this episode, Blaze Pizza. Of course. <laughs> Hashtag, how do you blaze? Yeah. Has- blaze Pizza, famous for their art is anal ingredients. Chuck them in a flash mob for three minutes. Make it go viral. It up. Make it go viral. Put the, it in the your mouth. The viral heat from the number of times it will be viewed online. Yeah. Cooks that pizza through in 180 seconds. Served to you. Fresh. Only the freshest ingredients available at Blaze Pizza. How do you blaze? How do you blaze? Blazepizza.co.nz, a domain name owned by me, hopefully to be used as leverage against domain against uh, the, the larger domain of Blaze Pizza. <laughs> And when I say domain the second time, I mean it in the kingdom sense of the word. They are masters of their own domain. We want a bit of the kingdom. Indeed. Uh, but what I did enjoy was the knowledge watching it. We've been doing a lot of research, obviously, on the making of the film. Yes. Uh, try and feed the mind. You Reading know? up. Absolutely. Digging through the back catalog, digging through the scripts. Wikipedia, like- IMDB. Yeah. Um, that guy who died who used to review all the films who has that cool website. Roger Ebert. There we go. Yeah. Dot com. Absolutely. Uh, we went on WikiLeaks and they had a bunch of stuff about yeah, leaked did. emails back and forth about the movie. Mm-hmm. And um, they probably do actually, because wasn't this a Sony thing? I don't know. If it was anything to do with Sony, there will be some some shit out there. I haven't actually visited WikiLeaks. Is it just like Wikipedia, only with leaked information? Uh, well, no, nah, it's structured differently. Okay. Well, it's a misleading title. Well, it's not. The wiki bit just indicates that like lots of people have yeah, contributed. No, but most people aren't very smart. And we don't know that, so we expect a, a service. What would you prefer WikiLeaks to be called, Guy? I don't want to be called anything else. I just want the the website to fulfill its name, which is to be structured and... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's similar. It's not, ident- it's well, not identically... Then change the name, because... Well, Wikipedia... <laughs> I'm not going to get into this with you. I will not take the bait today. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Not today, death. <laughs> Uh, but uh, so in through and through this research, quick shout out for Death Blood as well. That's coming up real yeah, soon. Yeah, I think that's in roughly seventy days now. That's oh no, shit, sixty three days ish. Yeah, who knows when this episode will come out? American Thanksgiving episode two. Uh, till death do us blood at Death Blood on Twitter for regular countdown updates and deathblood dot com. I think. Anyhow, I, I would do anything to not talk about the movie this episode. I am trying to make a point to you, sir, <laughs> yeah, and that sorry. was in, through our research we found out that Maximum Joseph employed a very uh, interesting directorial technique on set wherein he pitted each individual department of his crew yes. against one another for different shooting days. In a gladiatorial battle of the creative industries. Yeah, and so essentially a department could win a, a shoot. Was, was it a one shoot? department would win each scene. That Each scene in the movie, there is a winner. So uh, it could have been art department. It could have been hair and makeup. Could have been costume. Could have been catering. Could have been casting. You don't want catering to win because no. it means everyone looks well fed. Yeah, but no but one's doing better than catering. <laughs> yeah. They're easy to beat. They are easy to beat. Catering. Well, it's not very flashy, is it? No, I mean, they didn't splurge on the catering. Why is there not an Oscar for catering? That is a very good question because uh, that's, you know, 
you're nourishing the environment of the set. It's so important. You are absolutely. Craft services are instrumental to a good production. Like you, an army marches on its stomach. You know who said that? Famous director Maximum Joseph. That is when he was leading a battalion in a war that I can't recall which one it was. I'm going to get tied into the geopolitical situation in any particular area, so we will skirt specificity. I like that. I like that you skirted around <laughs> specifics. Uh, but the, so it's, And it's really nice to watch a movie where you know more about how it was... I mean, I can see why behind-the-scenes stuff works now, because knowing that, you, know, you can really see that... If you look, you can actually see in the background of frame the different departments physically fighting each other yeah on the set shit got real messy yeah they used real blood from one of the second ad's on zuccoli's face for the special effects makeup after he gets punched by james reed from the feelers yeah which they actually split the point for that between makeup uh for punching the ad and production for providing the blood for the makeup mm. and that was the only case where there was a tie break it's the only it tie it's the split only tie in the, the whole points. damn thing um, some other notable departments that won in this film, uh, obviously, uh, music, music and soundtracking. Yeah. They, they won a couple. They won a lot, actually. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen the final tally, but I suspect it's possible they might have been the overall winner of the film. It wouldn't surprise me. Casting did well. Um, yeah. They got Zac Efron, would we say, in his prime? Yeah, would absolutely. say um, near the peak of his career, a, a peak of sorts. That is a coup. A real coup. They managed to throw all of the money of the film uh, in his face and get him to sign on the dotted line. So well done to casting. They won a couple of scenes. Um, As and, well, they should have. And uh, what other departments do you have, really? Electrical? Uh, lighting? Lighting, yeah. Um, the sound recordists? Yeah. Who were, who were there on the day? Uh, you got the offline sound doing the additional dialogue recording. Data wrangling. Data wrangling. Now we're just listing. Uh, all the, no, all the I guys see what you're doing. You're sucking me into this vortex where you just list different elements of a of a crew instead of talking about the movie. I'm just building a map. I'm building a Wikipedia-like <laughs> no, map for you. I see. Because I know how much you love that layout. You're trying to scramble my brains, huh? So you can just see everything out in the open, out in, out in one page. No, I don't like it. I don't like this weird trance-like list you have me under. That's fine. We'll move forward. The point is, Maximum Joseph is applying some sort of free market economics <laughs> to the extreme libertarian... Uh, approach to filmmaking which i respect the hell out of. with mixed results but you gotta admire someone for trying something very different most directors bring kind of a bit of a socialist atmosphere where everyone's pulling in one direction (laughs) (laughs) maximum joseph's like you are all in competition with each other the best ideas will win out this is a free market of ideas that's right and he would the the losing department at the end of each day he'd melt all of their <coughs> equipment, whether it be the sound equipment or the makeup he'd equipment. He'd render it down into he'd, a staff. He'd melt it, uh, yeah, into a staff, and he'd walk around with that staff the next day. And then award it to the winning team yeah. in total points from that day's shoot. It was brutal and expensive <laughs> because you can't get by without the equipment. It keeps melting and down and health and, and safety were really up our asses on this one because, I mean, if you've got an open furnace on set at the end of every day when people are already pulling overtime... That is a very dangerous... It's an open... I can't emphasize how open this furnace open is pit. enough. It's it's a very hot open pit environment I mean, that's hot enough to melt Half the days were outside beams. shoots. They used uh, uh, jetline fuel to melt it all. So it's the only thing known to get hot enough. 
<laughs> it's melted all that equipment, steel beams and all. Uh, you're going to get put on a list. I, I am probably already on one. You reckon? What yeah, you- m- maybe. Just from what I click around on on Would the internet. Would you be cool with your Google history being published uh, uh, after you died? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that'd be fine. I don't, I don't always get that how people are like, oh, fuck, you got to clear my history if I'm dying. It's like, what are people? What are you, what are you guys doing? Like, I, I read a lot of wacky shit, but most of my stuff's just embarrassing in that I've got kind of like strange interests. Like, I read a lot of stuff about what's happening with American politics and that. But there's nothing like, I don't think there's anything shameful in that internet history. How about you? Uh, yeah, I'm much very similar mine will be mostly embarrassing in the sense that i've just got like a really short circuit online where i'll just i'll be like in some sort of time hole on a different website whether it be facebook or youtube or twitter Down and I'll just click hole yeah it'll just yeah click hole just have me in its grips for like really long and yeah. then i'll close it down and I'll be like, okay, now to do some work. Yeah. And then my muscle memory will just, just open a new again. tab and go to exactly the same web page I was just on. Yeah. Well, that's not so bad. I think everyone's but guilty just, of that yeah. at the moment. We've got to find a way out of that, I think, collectively as a society. I think we're at a, a bad point where everything's gotten a like all the websites are designed pretty good at, at drawing us <laughs> in and keeping us there. Like everything's refreshing just enough yeah. so that we're just never off of it. So we're going to need to start to pull back collectively, I think, make some decisions for ourselves. It really is the opposite of newspapers, isn't it? Oh, how good's a newspaper? Yeah. You grab it, you sit down, you thumb through, you're relaxed, it's going at your pace, nothing's like... You browse the classifieds, apply for a private detective job, assume a new identity, change your name by deed poll, move out to a swamp, start investigating a, a family with a suspicious past... There were three kids, but when they moved into town, there were only two. Has anyone called you to this potential mystery, or have you just sort of found it? Uh, you just you just needed to change. So sick you, of, you become you become a PI, and then you just kind of look around for suspicious activity rather than being... Uh, you're unsanctioned. What you're doing is right. pretty borderline. <laughs> Not being hired by anyone. Yeah. Far out. That's one way to do it. Create your own work, guys. It doesn't just apply to artists. It applies to everyone. Yeah. Be the change you want to see in the world. If you want to see more private detectives in the world. And more importantly, change the bee you are in the world. Yeah. The bees are dying. They need to adapt. Life uh, finds a way. And so should you. How are the bees going to adapt? Um, I'm not sure. Maybe they'll find a way to live underwater. That is so unlikely. I mean, that is such a huge... It's a quantum leap. <laughs> and the evolution of the bee. If you think about it, though, wax is definitely waterproof. Like, water beads off beeswax. It does. Don't look at me incredulously. Surely that's true. <laughs> so if you created a whole, like, hive, I guess the problem is circulation of air. If you made a tunnel, though, that went up to the water like a big tube, like a snorkel for them, then they could kind of exist below the water where there'd be less predators. I'm ignoring the fact that there's sharks and stuff. And then they could, like circulate the air up and down that way that'd be pretty cool what if bees teamed up with ants and then they hung out under the earth together kind of like what hornets do but less assholey the bees and the ants did figure out to team up you know fuck that would be unstoppable way because the god damn 
God a, damn, what a team, eh? There's a real flash of inspiration in Tim's eyes. I want everyone to know just then. It would be, uh, you know how everyone has makes these sci-fi movies that involve nanobots that are just kind of, they're all like sort of autonomous, tiny little particles that can come together into any shape and do whatever. Yeah. Like the T-1000. Um, like Masingo. What's Masingo? From Pokemon. Oh, is it a nanobot? <laughs> no. <laughs> just throw Masingo in there. That's the glitch one, eh? Yeah, it just mirrors whatever it sees. Yeah, that's dope. Well, nanobots could do anything, though. Oh, they've got total freedom. Yeah. So that's like the ants, I reckon. You know, they're like tiny little parts, and they could kind of build together to build a, a bigger ant or a, or different things. Bigger ant is still tiny, though. I feel like the bees would be their masters. I <laughs> No, that's not what this collaboration is about. Yeah, that's true. Do you feel it's more egalitarian? Yeah, well, I just think they're both turning to each other to survive. The bees could produce so much energy for the ants, like just honey, honey for days. The and ants, what would the ants be bringing to the party, do you think? Uh, they'd be digging the under underground passages for the... They are fucking good at that, actually. For the bees to go yeah, flying fucking through. A. Why don't the bees and the ants get together? I think it's a language barrier. It's the a real ants shame. Aren't under threat either. Like yeah. there's there's not a shared um, sort of burden for survival there because I think the ant spoil accounts are going to be sweet. The bees are getting real effed up though because of that Monsanto spray. Is that what it is? That's what this this what they reckon. What's Monsanto spray? Well, it's like pesticides, you know, to keep all the crops free of. Even on a budget. Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I uh, Things that'll eat, eat away at all the crops, but it's... Um, as a side effect, it's killing all the bees. Well, we better stop using that pesticide. Well, you'd think we would have figured that out by now. <laughs> but uh, somehow, we haven't. It's just hard to break the chain once everything's up and running. You're like, what am I going to do? Not buy this lettuce? I'm probably going to buy the lettuce. <laughs> that's the whole, that's what it boils down <laughs> yeah, to, you know? <clears throat> Where Are Your Friends is a film. Um, it's a movie. 
It's an experience. <laughs> you just said the same thing twice. Four guys. You are struggling. Rolling around. My shining light this week. Uh, ooh, I did have one. I thought of it at the time. Oh, good on you. Fuck. That nah, was a good gone. system. I, sh- I really should have written it down. I knew I was going to get lost on a, a swamp of ants and bees. And frustration, I think, is another word for that conversation. Have you got one off the top of your dime? You don't, eh? Of you course not. Don't. No. <laughs> that movie, by all accounts, I watched. I've I w- got a low light. I'll share yeah, that. Yeah, please. Just the last couple, last few watches, the text that comes on screen when we get introduced to Paige's work, Gold Star Realty Solutions, uh, mouthful of concrete, dick full of diamonds. The typeface they use really started to get at me. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. It changes up quite. It changes a bit. Yeah, first it's like this um, font that's trying to mirror like kids' uh, magnets on a fridge. Yeah, it's very colourful and it's got that kind of this rounded. Uh, I forget what the term life. is. Curling, I think. Does it say the word life? Is it in life my, in my life? Yeah, <laughs> in my life. I do not believe in anything that is not concrete. Yeah, so all of those other words that aren't life are done in this kind of fucking what it's it's almost like an ariel but even no. shitter than that it's not good don't like it didn't mind it when it started and now for some reason i've taken massive exception to it you're a big meanie well i fear i have seen the film 16 times this year yeah but that being said doesn't have to make me a fan of the type fact there's stuff that i still find fine about the film a lot of the song choices i think are pretty dope the songs that you—they'll always get you tapping your feet. Mm. They really, to begin with, they really help whip through the movie. But now they just pace it. Yeah, they can't quite accelerate time like they once did. It's not that the songs are playing at a different speed. Don't get me wrong; the songs no. are playing at exactly the same pace as they were at the beginning. Uh, what's happening is our reaction to the pictures that are moving with the with the sound. Yeah, let me, let me uh, make that perfectly clear. We are watching exactly the same piece of media week in, week out. Uh, at, when we speak about it being different, that's on us. That's it's fair. That is fair. And it seems obvious, but I feel like every now and then we just need to take a step back and point that out. Um, yeah, it's easy to say, but I don't really be- like. I I know that that's true, but I don't believe in that. Okay, I'm going to float something and see if it counts as a shining light. Because I've got a feeling it doesn't. The looking pool, it just as a pool, is a great pool, and especially because we've got an empty pool to compare it to, mm. which is mm. um, the one at uh, Jahid's house, Jahid and Zakoli and Jardad and Dad Mum's house, and it's ridiculous because we know it's the middle of summer because of Johnny Depp and the leather jacket. And, I mean, they're working on this pool a little bit. Yeah. But it's never got anything. It's just a wasted it. It's a wasted it pool is, for the whole summer. It is in summer too, isn't it? And that thing's empty ass. And dirty. So you can tell it hasn't had water in it for a little while. So um, a good pool. A great pool. Yeah. Second pool in the movie would probably be the pool at the uh, the house they rent where Squirrel dies. Um. That yep. is also a very good pool. Yeah. Of the that's, three pools, that's the Whoever the pool. realtor was who was showing that house. That uh, pool did was a, just right. The yeah, first pool was too looky. Yeah, yeah. So we, we went to the other pool and the, the last pool was too empty. That's, so then we tried the middle pool and the middle pool was just right. Yeah. Who who were you embodying then? The boys? The storyteller of um, 
Goldilocks. Okay. So the, the narrator. Yeah. The, yeah. You know. I feel you. The voice of God. But yeah, the realtor did a good job maintaining that pool when they were showing it to potential buyers. Do we ever talk about how we uh, went to an open home somewhere in LA? I think we may have covered that. I'm not sure. We must tell have. it again though. We can we can briefly get into a bit That's of that. That's pretty cool. We uh, were just driving around some random. It's not as it's we not were somewhere as, real ritzy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we were in Beverly Hills, mate. No, we, we were in some Hills. sort of hills. Uh, just driving around, having a look. We had like some time to kill before we had to do something, so we were just having a look around the neighborhood, uh, and we drove past an open home. So we pulled up the driveway. It's quite a long driveway, yeah. Uh, and had a bloody had, had a, a gander. Yeah, had a gander around the house. And We're, Tim Tim was very focused on uh, getting high, high speed internet cables in there. Oh yeah. Well, you kept here's asking what that the, was. You kept asking the realtor about the internet. The way to lie successfully is you've got to add a bit of specificity in there to throw people. So like he was like, "What do you think of the house?" I'm like, "Looks pretty good. Is it is it wired for uh, cable?" I can't remember what his answer was, but that's not the salient bit. The bit is, you know, you got to throw a little specificity in there. with in some there. backstory. A little salt and pepper. Yeah. Spice up that plot. Otherwise, you're just obviously two decades from New Zealand wasting a realtor's time. And nah. a property that was worth how much? It was like $7 million or something? Not $7 million. Surely Less not. That. That's too many million dollars. Yeah, you might be right. It was a, it was several no, million dollars. The thing is, the great thing with going into open homes is they've got no idea who you are. Yeah, you could, like anyone, we, anyone. We made up a bit of backstory as well, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. We're, uh, I think a travelling gay couple who were involved in the movies, maybe. It was. I, know, I, can't I mean, we, what we told yeah. him. Good times though. It's well, fun it's to times. pretend. And he he did a good job as well of maintaining the pool in that house, so it could have been the same realtor. The one who showed us around the house was the one who uh, rented that house to uh, to Jahid. Right, and the boys. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But Jahi was the Jahi one, who, was went, the one yeah. who signed the lease. You're correct. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. It's a small world, isn't it? It sure <laughs> is when you start connecting dots furiously that may or may not exist and definitely don't because you're intermingling the real world with a fictional universe you've created based on a movie that isn't even real anyway. It's a very small world. <laughs> um, shining light from you guy. Uh I'm really Are you gonna allow are you gonna green light the pole thing? Am I yeah, going to get away with that? Absolutely. Great. Great. I'm never vigilant on policing shining lights. So cool. I'll let anyone grab onto any life raft. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, and, oh, God, I'm going to... Oh, i tell you what it is. It's the amount of fruit um, that Somali and uh, James Reed from The Feelers keep in their house. Uh, by the way, The Feelers, if you are looking for an entry point into uh, some of their music... Uh, what was it? Pressure Man? Pressure Man. Was that Pressure the name Man's of the album? a good one. Oh, no, that was... No, well, I don't know what album that one's on. It might have been the name of the album. Yeah. Super System is the big album that they put yeah. out. Uh, anyway, that was James yeah. Reed's band before he started DJing. And uh, in their house the night after they take PCP and Zakoli wakes up in their lounge, they have an unholy... There's only two people living in this house, mm. mind you, so bear that in mind. Mm. They have two bowls that two huge bowls like display bowls that are overflowing with fruit and there's just no way that they could get through all of that fruit it's, without some of it spoiling it's like the opposite of that bible story where jesus has to feed hundreds of people with um two um, loaves and like three fish maybe yeah it's like the opposite of that it's two people in a house and an infinite amount of fruit yeah i i tell you what i as i understand it uh the the set dressing people really won the 
won the scene on that day. They did win the scene on that one. Ironically, the prize was uh, all of the fruit, and they had to eat it in front of everyone. It was they had to really gorge themselves. It was pretty uncomfortable watching. Yeah, and it was weird too because they because Maximum Joseph's just looking for a contest anywhere. He then put that scene that was unfolding in real life. Um, of all of these citruses having to consume so much fruit, he he made them do that while they were shooting the scene where James Reed of the Feelers and Zakolia eating the birthday cake, and then made that an eat off, which was weird. One being filmed, one being just off of the soundstage where it was being filmed. And I tell you what, man, disgusting to what like stomach churning to be involved yeah. in. You're looking to your left and you're seeing people blow in the face with bananas. Like these are gro- these are people you respect. You work with these people day in day out, and they're vomiting. And it's like a fibrous, gooey, fruit filled mess. And the smell is what gets you because there's yeah. a lot of sickly sweet that kind of fructose sugar that's in the vomit. It's, it's you, quite pungent. It really pierces the air. So you try to look away and all, all you're seeing is James Reed from the field is just stuffing his face with birthday cake. Take after take. And that guy's method. He is a child of the Stanislavski School of Method Acting. He is getting involved in every take. He's smashing that shit in his face. And he doesn't have a spit bucket. He doesn't believe in it. Because no. just like James Dean, he said, do you know how you uh, act smoking a cigarette? You just smoke a cigarette. Do you know how you act eating birthday cake? You just eat the cake. Take after take after take. Disgusting. It was a hard day on set. Tell you what. Yeah. Do you want to know who won that day as well? It's the fucking cleaners. They did an immaculate job of getting those floors back to pristine condition. So much vomit. Apparently, they rivaled Disneyland for the amount of sawdust they used that day on set. One day shooting. Incredible. Wow. I tell you what else is incredible is that the stats team that keeps those metrics who measure the amount of sawdust Disneyland used against every film set all over the world shooting all the time. I mean, the the hard men and women who work, you know, at that stats bureau, mm. not a lot's been, not been doing. Absolutely and, not. And I mean, no one asks for that work. And they, Why isn't and there God a stats Oscar? Oscar? They do it anyway. Why isn't there a stats Oscar? Why isn't there a stats Oscar? Why isn't there a catering Oscar? I'm sick of... Us just parading around the prettiest looking people mm. who are doing an important job of many. There's a lot of important components in making a film. Feeding people is one of them. Cleaning up the vomit from a from jewel <laughs> eat off is another. Yeah. The shit is important. Those thankless tasks. It's critical. It's critical. And there should be an Oscar for that. I, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. I mean you you I think you should be a the podcast o- uh, Oscar as well. I think there should be um, a web movie review Oscar. Okay. You're running out of steam now. You have me with the first two. There should be an Oscar for best no. book tie-in to a movie that gets released. Uh, only if it's um, unofficial. Not canon. If it's Yeah, if it doesn't have the actual backing. Okay. <laughs> That's the only way it becomes eligible. For Is that because then it's kind of its own product? Yes. Okay, I like that. Best adapters. Best Put unofficial adapted spin off book. <laughs> Unauthorized brackets. <Yeah. laughs> very good, very good. Um well, should we should we dust off the old MacBook Pro box? Absolutely. It's just where I was headed as well. Say, of course, uh this segment is all of our segments is brought to you by the, the hard working team at Blaze Blaze Pizza Pizza. That's right. Uh so if if you are Driving past a Blaze pull-in. Grab yourself a slice. It's really good stuff. Uh, take a photo there and tag us in with Blaze Pizza. Uh, use the hashtag, get blazed, get paid. 
Uh, Good day, mate. My name's Hungry Johnny, and I'm in the mood for pizza. There's only one place I'll ever go, and that's Blaze Pizza. Hashtag, how do you blaze? Hashtag, artisanal ingredients. Hashtag, use the sauce. A crowdsource to heat your pizza. Thanks, Hungry Johnny. Thank you, Blaze Pizza. (laughs) Blaze on. Getting sentimental with with James James Reed. Reed. That's right. Uh, as always, James Reed has, he can't help himself. He's an emotional soul. And uh, I think his role as mentor uh, means that Zaccoli winds up mimicking a lot of his emotional behaviors as well as professional behaviors. And that's probably, I think you can trace some of the birth of the crying DJ back to that mentor uh, student mentee. relationship. Yeah, mentee. Mentor better, mentor's freshness. Mentor yeah. better when mentee's fresh and full of life. That was. Truly one of the premier uh, mentor for higher services until they lost all their money in a legal battle with Mentos, unsurprisingly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they were really headed into <laughs> a headwind. Asking for it. But uh, James Reed gets a little sentimental and he, he buys a gift for Zicoli. Uh What we know about the gift, it is within the dimensions of a MacBook Pro box. Mm. Uh, it's self-serving and he, he bought it for Zicoli on account of getting a little sentimental. Sen- sentimental. Sentimental. Senior uh, mental. As in Mintos, not as in Mentors. Mm. Or Dementors. Uh, Tim, would you care to speculate as to what in God's name is inside of that box? I'm so glad you asked, obviously. Um, what's happened here is uh, it's a voucher that is sitting inside of the MacBook Pro box. And to try and match the weight as well, it's been carved out onto a piece of, um, how do you say, titanium? And what it is is for uh, a group counselling session for three sessions with one of the premier shrinks in Hollywood for Somali, James Reed from the Feelers, and Zicoli to go together to try and figure this threesome out that they've established. Oh. And when I say threesome, I don't necessarily mean in a sexual way, though I don't not mean that. Just I to just unpack mean, the, yeah. the emotional pressure cooker that they've all put themselves inside of together. Absolutely. There's so much tension, professional tension, sexual that tension. That is very much a self-serving... Uh, but generous gift because he's yep. welcoming Zicoli into the relationship fray. Yeah, it's not it's not a, a knee jerk reaction. It's not it's not his first reaction. You know, he's been lucid, calm. He's looked at the best way to problem solve the situation that they've landed themselves in. He's shown a bit of vulnerability. He's yeah. getting sentimental. The, yeah. Well, now I guess we all know a little bit more about the backstory of the crying DJ. And now, time for our segment, which we call No But. Brought to you by Blaze Pizza. Blaze Pizza! I'm going to have a hamburger. No But, I should have Blaze Pizza. Hashtag Blaze Pizza. Hashtag How Do You Blaze at Blaze Pizza on Twitter. We're back, baby! You better believe it. With a fucking vengeance. You uh, called out a moment that you said you, we noticed was clearly improvised during the movie. Can you remember what that was? Fuck no. Gosh, absolutely not. You were on the nose too. Ooh, baby, baby, don't you I know, know what that's way. worth? <laughs> we, we, we both went strong and we both went in two different directions that fork in the road. Fuck, what was it? Um, I mean, take your pick, really. A lot of it is clearly <laughs> just vibe. The menu is open. Yeah, exactly. It's Close a- your eyes, put your finger on a bit. It'll all work. <laughs> yeah. It'll all work. Squirrel and Zicoli down by the water. Uh, they're leaning back on a log, smoking a joint. Sort of, I think their brief would have been, hey, can you guys please establish uh, some sort of emotional bond? 
uh, in this bit. Something that will humanise both of you and uh, create the illusion of depth for our audience who are hopefully at this point still on board with the story we're trying to tell. Also, just to add another dimension to it, while we are shooting that just off screen, we're also going to have a man riding a donkey in the most emotional way that he knows how to try and rival who can generate the most rise out of an audience. That's right. We're taping both of them. Only you guys are going to make the film, but they're both going to a test audience, and that is one of today's several competitions. Do you know what? Actually, that is such a good idea. I'm going to give the award for best contribution to the scene today to myself, the director. That's my first victory. Well done, me. Maximum Joseph. Maximum Joseph's magnum opus. Truly living up to its name. <laughs> and while Maximum Joseph was going out of his mind and delivering the speech to himself, uh, Zakoli and Squirrel were left to their own devices to just have a conversation, uh, which was largely about how freaky they were finding the whole experience working with Maximum Joseph. Uh, of course, the cameras were rolling. This was all part of Maximum Joseph's directing technique. And what they captured was improvised in a sense it was more just a real conversation yeah spliced in with uh shot it's footage a, a acting footage film technique that he's coined freak him out cut it out which is when you scare the living bejesus out of the cast you're working with get them to free run for a bit and then just take little slithers of that and cut it together so that it works in the uh, confines of the film freak him out cut it out yeah it's brave technique it is um but he's a visionary He's, you one of, doubt that. he's one of a kind, I'll tell you that. Truly he is. Truly he is. Uh, Jesus Christ. Any other... I've got uh, not a lot of uh, juice left in my canisters, Well, bro. then the only thing left for us to say is thank you to our sponsor, Blaze Pizza. Please take a selfie of yourself right now. I don't care where you are. Um, and tag in at Guy underscore Mont. Is that Correct. right? Uh, at Tim... Oh, shit. At Tim underscore Bat, B-A-T-T. Uh, and at Blaze Pizza, or one word. Um, we'll retweet everything. We will retweet everyone <laughs> that we're tagged in. And uh, if you can fit the hashtag in there, how do you blaze? Uh, but the most important thing is give us a bit of background as to where you are, what you're doing. That's what I want. That's what Blaze Pizza Let's wants. And we are only the here fight. to fulfill the creative brief. Let's take the fight to that 180 second fire they've got. You know, we're taking it to their doorstep, folks. We are the people's army. And you are also the people's army. We are the people's army. And we'll uh, be back next week as your commanders-in-chief to report back on our findings from watching We Are Your Friends for the millionth time. Look after yourselves and each other. The Springer. That's what Jerry Springer used to say. <laughs> this movie's still fine. One of them dies, that guy's screw. One of them's a hottie, his name is Jackie. One of them looks like Johnny Depp, and his name is Johnny Depp. Classic Maximum Joseph. You forget that films are supposed to have a point. Thanks for listening to this Little Empire podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try Boners of the Heart? Yeah. And in, and in Saint Was Fire, he looks very um, iron deficient, and that is actually a big attraction for me. Um, men who look iron deficient, uh, men with um, ba- um, dark bags under their eyes. What's wrong with that? Nah, nothing's wrong with it. It's just a very specific thing to find attractive about a person. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.